All right, I'm just going to smack on my breakfast here a little bit. Well, perfect. So um, we are recording, and so we'll just uh, <coughs> do a little housekeeping here. Real quick. Uh, <coughs> I sound like shit because I was up in the woods all weekend working, and then, you know, that plus, like, fire smoke, and then just all the shouting. But uh, welcome to Industry Secrets, the podcast where we talk shit, talk a little shop. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing good, and you? Uh, you know, uh, like I said, a little strained on the voice, but... Excited to be here, nevertheless. Um, Industry Secrets Pod at gmail.com is email. Keep them coming. We appreciate you all. Uh, there's now more than 25 of you, so it's pretty appreciated. We're averaging over, I think, 50 listens per episode, so yes, pretty solid. So, um, But yeah, let's get into it. We uh, have a returning guest. We uh, It's been a while since we uh, had... Whole new setup since the last time he's been in. Yeah, and he was the first of what became almost a miniseries within the podcast of uh, the Iguana Max crew. So um, we'd like to welcome back Philip Duncan to the podcast. How What's you, up, sir? Phil? Hey, how you doing? Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, I was. Uh, I don't actually listen to these episodes. Um, that's kind of what Bobby does. Uh, then he just lets me know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Today, I was like, man, it's been so long since I've seen Phil. I actually don't remember what we talked about. So I actually went back and listened to a little bit of it. And holy shit, I spent most of the day just laughing my fucking ass off. He's a man of God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you've listened to episodes since. um, Yeah, I've got got a little bit here and there, especially if I see... People that I that I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we just had Del Toro last week. Right, uh, I saw which that. Was, uh, yeah. I saw that. I listened to a little bit of it. And I ran out of time. Yeah, but uh, I think Casey was on. Casey. Casey yeah. was on. That I heard, yeah, listen yeah, a little bit. He's great. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like I, I do. I always love this story, but I don't even know if you're aware of it. Did, did we bring it up last time he was here? Which one? The the man of God. Oh, I, did I? Did we talk to you about the shirt that you were wearing last time you were here? The. Uh, I just. I think, I think that you end. didn't know. You didn't recognize the shirt until I left. I, yeah. I, some. I heard somewhere yeah. along the way. I, <laughs> yeah. I heard that. Like you. You go. Oh, now I see the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at the, in the picture. At the end. It was the. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was in the picture. <laughs> right. Um. That we took. I looked back and I was like, that makes a lot more sense. Um, for the listener, it he's. Yeah, you a, changed. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you. I got the sense that you changed your the you you changed how you. Uh, addressed me in the podcast because you thought I was, you thought I, I rolled with God. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt yeah. like, I felt like that, and I was like, how how could you like from what I was saying? It seemed like there's some de- there's that's some, what changed some, immediately some was di- Discord course. or something. Once I was able to actually start talking to you, I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I had a totally different idea of this I, of this man. Like, and listen, uh, but it happens all the time. I go to Circle K, and some you know some fat old chick looks at me and goes. She smiles at me, you know, yeah. and and goes uh, like I'm a man of God. And then she, you know, she reads the rest of the shirt, yep. and you can see in her face she just confusion <laughs> and disgust, and she like is almost wants to take her smile back. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't mean to smile at you. Yeah. I, thought, I, I thought you were a man of God. Like yeah. you can see it all just happen in her face. It's happened a dozen times. It's so awesome. I'll like stand and like I'll let her read the rest of the shit. I'll like stretch yeah. it. Make sure she reads the part about how me and God are rolling for pussy. Yep. You know. So uh, you got a little insight of what the shirt said. You can look back on our social media and, and check on uh, Instagram what that what that shirt actually like what it you know yeah take a peek at it. But what the shirt said was uh, um like. God is my co-pilot. God is my co-pilot. And I, I read that, and I go, 
that's a shirt my dad wears. I understand the rest of it. Like context clues, <laughs> got it. Uh, no longer need to read it. And waiting for Alex to get down here, and we uh, we're just kind of chatting. I offer you a beer, and you you don't accept it. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a tough one. <laughs> this is gonna be a tough podcast. Like this guy doesn't drink. Uh, he's a man of Jesus. Like who the fuck is in, is Alex friends with? Um, <laughs> And I really, really, really wish I would have read the rest of that because it says, Jesus is my co-pilot and we're cruising for pussy. And it turns out you just don't drink beer. <laughs> Specifically the beer. Yeah, right. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Roman Coke? Yes, please. Yeah. So uh, I still remember so vividly, and I ensured to make sure I had it this time, um, we're sitting down here and you're drinking your Diet Dr. Peppers and you look at me like, hey, I'm out of ice. Can I get some ice? And my freezer does not make ice and i'm like i don't have ice like, you don't have ice like, <laughs> what the fuck and look at like, i brought so much extra ice because last time you didn't have ice i got a bag of in the in the freezer just in case just in case and i was like i don't want to make this guy mad he uh at first i was like yeah motherfucker i don't have ice like jesus shaming my freezer i live on main street bro <laughs> didn't mean to come out like that i yeah. just you know, i was surprised yeah was surprised. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, well, I, how, I just wonder. I'm like, how do you make things cold fast? Like, what? That's yeah, all. That's all. Was in my head. Reason. It was just a question. I, 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 lifestyle I, choice. You have a lifestyle choice. And I, I, uh, I put I things. In, I put liquids <laughs> in the freezer and then I meditate or I disassociate until they're cold. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Disassociate. Right. No, I typically uh, will. Uh, if I want something cold, I'll just walk over to the Quickie Mart and just grab a bag of ice and walk back. If they have it in right. stock. Yeah. There you go. Every time I go there, that dude's out of stock of like the most common items. On, I'm like, you so, don't have PBR in stock, and he's like, yeah, like, uh, cool. Store, like you have three. Okay, you, have, you know, it's like a, sh- uh, it's like a very shitty quickie. Mark, ever like since right quarantine, there. he's like kept his like inventory and margins like super low. It's yeah. super frustrating. Tr- yeah. Sir, okay, and QTs. I just I go to but everyone they, and every they single. Keep their one. inventories full though. No, they don't. Oh, really? No, every QT no, I go to, don't. except I have for the a complaint. fish. Every goes? time I go into a Circle okay. K or a QT, there is up. something wrong. The 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 ice mach- the Coke machine's not working, mm-hmm. or one of them's not working, and they don't tell you, so it comes out flat because they don't know Ugh. that you have to have ice in there to oh, keep I the carbonation. To blow lines. Yeah, no, no, no. Just regular stuff. <laughs> regular stuff. It'll Coca-Cola. just be out of Coca Cola. Right. To uh, this day. To this day. I'm not saying that exactly. I'm not. I'm not trying to like have a peek into my past or anything but to this day most of my friends will say philip can you pick up some coke and they go coca-cola, Coca-Cola. like they they they'll text that's <laughs> such an important soda yeah and, so, Mike, and we are here to die yeah i wasn't past, just actually. gonna roll by and pick up an eight ball for your kid's birthday <laughs> they? actually Jesus um Christ. i guess i get to bring it up this early when i was listening to the last episode something that i had missed because i was dying laughing when you said it um, is that if uh, I want to get this quote right? Um, if you're trying to avoid something nefarious, I'm not the guy to hang out with. If you say to me, "I don't want to do cocaine," I'm definitely picking you up an eight ball so I can see why someone might text you. Clarity. Yeah. Just just put it out there. <laughs> Dude, I remember having. Yeah, but I'm fifty something years old, so you know what I mean. There's there's a point where there's a point where someone's gonna go. He probably doesn't do drugs, and like probably. <laughs> if so. I text him Coke, what are the odds he shows up with soda? He's like, I didn't know what you meant, so I brought both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pleaser. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, that's absolutely fantastic. But um, 
One of the things I also noticed, and the most important and the most glaring thing I noticed. I saw this note. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll actually let, since Bobby knows, I'll let Bobby kind of take over from here. Phil Duncan. Yeah. As an adult man. Mm-hmm. Have you ever shit your pants? Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah, we yeah. ask you that last time? Yeah, pretty sure. We did. But you know what you didn't do? Mm, I didn't tell, tell you this. Tell us a single story. Oh, I didn't tell you. Here's, you know, it's funny as I left and I'm like, I didn't tell him my favorite story. Let's hear that now. So, so this is my favorite. And this can be backed up, I think, by Zach, the security. You know what, security guy, Zach? I think yeah, he yeah, was working, pretty sure. But if not, then that other guy. The, um, the, uh, I forgot his Justin? name. Justin? No, there was, there was another guy. He liked, uh, during the day, I think he like delivered beer. There was a beer truck delivery guy. Or, oh, that yeah, guy? yeah, yeah. I think I it was remember. Ryan or something like that. He worked Mike for like Hensley as a truck driver or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice guy. Yeah. But Good anyway. Deal. but Jim? Yes, I think it's Jim. Jim. It was Jim, yeah, yeah. Jim. Always with yeah. Look at Jim. these guys reminiscing. Yeah. So anyway, so Iguana Max, I, uh, I got a, I have a, I got a kid DJ working, and uh, I think he was one of his friends. I'm not really sure, but I'm just watching the dance floor. I see this kid just, just take a swing at a girl and knock <laughs> her down. I'm like, holy shit. So I like, Brutal. I take a couple steps into the dance floor and I grab him and I throw him like twenty feet. Like you, like I go from the dance floor to the lobby, right? That's like twenty feet. Aggressive. It's like a kid throwing then a I, teddy bear. I pick him up and I throw him and he hits the double doors and the Oof. double doors slam open oh, and he just slides those, out there. Those weren't light. Yeah, there's heavy doors. So I picked him up again and I threw him from there all the way to the to the to the sidewalk. Out, out there, another, you know, another fifteen. Yeah, about another feet. twelve, fifteen feet. Yeah. And the guys come over and and uh, I told him, I, you know, that he's he's got to get out of here. I asked the girl if she wanted me to do anything, and she, she said no. So I, I wasn't gonna like try to force that. But he can't be in my, he can't be in the bar. Hey, yeah. Girl, this fucking pussy move. So he's standing there, and uh, he and I told him he's got to go. And and the, his friend, I guess, was the the DJ. DJ runs out. Begging me to let him stay. Sorry that his friend did whatever it happened. And I'm just like. <laughs> he immediately plays. Sorry he bitch. assaulted out the way. lady. Yeah. So it's you know, it ridiculous. Collection after. But I saw him do it. It wasn't like like someone told me or afterwards. Like I saw him like do it. It was such a pussy move to hit a girl. So he's this kid is just he's got like long khakis on and like tank top or something. You know, something, you know, super gay. So I go. <laughs> <laughs> I go, um, I go, you gotta, yeah, I go, you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go before I lose my temper. Cause I was super mad at him. Like, I don't, you know, just extra mad yeah. for, cause it just looks really bad. Like, I get, someone's gonna be mad. I just said, I called him gay. Yeah, fuck you know, but I didn't touch anybody. You know what I mean? Like, there's a difference between just being a, you know, a guy, you know, a guy who grew up in the 80s and just can't stop saying ridiculous dumb shit to actually hitting a girl is just a ridiculous thing. So I was really mad at the kid. But I, I fucked him up. Like he flew through the air, and he, and the and the the kid goes, no, no, I'm leaving. I, 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 I'm Let leaving. Let him say, I gotta get out of here, man. Right. I'm so hurt. he starts walking away. Swear to God. Was after the throwing him into the, uh, I threw him to the entrance uh, to the entrance the exit. Sidewalk. Right. So, so he's, he's standing on the sidewalk, and that's when he says, "I'm getting out of here." Yeah. He goes, "I'm leaving." Yeah. Because because his friend ran out there. So we're we're standing out on the sidewalk. We're outside of Guanamax, like right on the sidewalk. Kid decides he wants to leave. I'm like, good. You need to get out of here because I'm I'm fixing to punch him in his face just for looking at me. Such yeah. a douchebag. So he starts walking away. 
Swear to God, turd falls out of his pant leg. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. At some point in there, when I threw him over there, he shit his pants and it came out. It fucking rolled out of his pant leg. Long pants, not even short. Just rolls out as he walks away. I'd, I'd also, if that happened to me, well, I got chucked by a man and went 15 feet, and then got chucked by a man again and then went another 15 feet. Oh, no, that first throw is at least 25. And there's yeah. a turn He's, to my pants. I'd be like, yeah, I'm leaving. Phil must have a sore shoulder on that That's second so. throw. Because, <laughs> yeah, from, from the dance floor to the double doors is 25 feet. Easily. Yeah, uh, in the air, half of it the, slid the, the, the other sh- half. The shorter part is from the doors to the entrance, for sure. Yeah, so he, uh, I could imagine being thrown like 40 feet in like less than one minute. Just yeah. like, uh, I also could Because at first I'm like, do you shit on the first throw? Which you would assume, but then it's like, but then you're immediately picked up after that and thrown again. Is that when you it, shit? It's against? not the throw, it's the landing. Oh yeah, it's the fucking oh, the, oh I like your side so, body so hit on the you're, ground. You're saying it's less psychological and more biological. Yeah, so yeah. you're compressing the organs yeah, as they continue to hit. Yeah, nobody's you're like you're gonna squeeze out a nobody's turd. holding like bowel movements back when they've been mid air sideways now landing because that shit hurts. Well, what I'm well, true, but what I'm saying is I, I'm in a lot of positions where I'm like, man, if if I even like sit wrong, I'm gonna shit my pants, and if some man the size of Phil threw me twenty feet. That would just immediately decompress from my bowels. Yeah, I think I think it's the landing though. Yeah. I, I mean, no, I think no, it's like I, for I, sure I, the I scariness, but okay. also like that just right, like you're yep. just organs are just like, <clears throat> like it's like when you get the wind knocked out of you, and you're just like, <laughs> your body's like <laughs> expel just, the poop. Literally, it's just like you're just trying to breathe and do like you're just, at this point, your body's just like we don't care what happens, just don't die. Like amazing. And while that is an incredible story, it, yeah, I was about to say that is not this. one about you shitting your pants. No, I am. Um, <laughs> he was trying to deflect again a second time. No, it's, I mean, it's I the don't, right I don't, move. I don't think that's it. I have um, when before I went on last comic standing, I, I was you were I tried, on last comic standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, season four. He's fucking hilarious. I think I have it somewhere. It was the, just a couple Facebook. of seconds. It's just me and a. Well, me. it's it's called a tight five. <laughs> and it's five minutes. <laughs> you know, uh, actually, so, I, I keep going to um, comedy nights at Casey's and um, in Tempe. If if you still got some jokes in the gun, man, I think I think you'd enjoy it. Me and Jack go. We we, we generally we don't like get hammered or anything. We have a few beers and just watch the comedy. And it, it, it reminds me if the comedy store was a was a bus station. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, everyone's got luggage and folding chairs. <laughs> No, it just looks like a bomb went off. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Casey's Woodshed on uh, Baseline and Mills, one of my favorite dives in the city. And on Wednesdays, he does comedy night, so I never shut the fuck up about it. But, um, sorry, you were, I'm just a uh, constant interrupter. You were talking about uh, when you were on Last Comic Standing, Bobby was just <laughs> in awe of that, but you were saying. So before I went on Last Comic Standing, I was, I went to like, um, I went out to Scottsdale. There's a, a a bar out there that had that had a open mic night. Do you remember that bar? By chance Scottsdale Live, I think. Oh, I think okay. it was. Yeah, I think it was, it was redone on TV. Yeah. By somebody. My yeah. uncle worked there. He was the he was the manager there. Oh, really? And he quit right before that show aired because oh. they they showed him the script and he's like, "I'm the fall guy." <laughs> <laughs> I quit, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no! Like, you can't quit!" Like. We'll pay you extra for it. Like we don't want you, like someone has to be the fall guy, and the owner won't do it. So you're the manager, oh, so it has to be you. And he's like, again, <clears throat> I quit. Like, really? So he quit when that happened. Like I remember him. <laughs> like we all went out to a family dinner, 
um, like three days after he quit, and that's like, well, up. we gotta that's talk. Fun. So I know. So that guy, whoever. So that guy knows of me. I'm sure he doesn't know me, but he knows of me. Fucking Howard, Howard with those big fucking Harry stupid Harry's. glasses. Yeah. This guy's name's Howard. <laughs> right. So I I wanted to go do stand up, and um, but my. I thought of this. I thought of the story that someone. They, they, oh shit! There's even more stories. I don't know. You guys got? Am I here for 24 hours? Are we going to be talking or just 23 hours? How long are we going to talk today? So you got to go to work. All right. So I'll, this about? goes back to a different story. So I'll be quick or try to the um, the but the the story is is that that if you had if, if for a million dollars if you had to play pool in front of a million people. Like literally a million people were watching you play pool, mm-hmm. and you had to beat somebody else. If you had the option of either playing pool alone for a month to get better at it, or if you had to be in front of a million people every day for a month, but you couldn't practice playing pool, which would you choose? Would you choose playing pool? For a month to practice playing pool, or would you would you practice being in front of a million people? I think pool in twenty twenty two. It's a bit of a different question. I wait, feel, no, I guess. Wait. Well, I mean, back then, I mean, in general, a, a, vi- a video can go viral for a million people, right? Like, no, like live, I, but live. If you would you oh, stand in front of a million people, like live, like would you stand in so, front of and be be able to have people staring just at you? Would you do you think your nerves can handle standing in front of a million people? Yeah. The first time, yeah. so you practice playing pool. Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you this deep, and I'd love to hear what Bobby has to say about it. But I just say for me, being this deep into like public speaking and stuff like that, like <clears throat> to me, at this point, like a decade plus in, after like fifteen people, it could be a billion. I don't care. Like it's literally like. Once there's more than like 10 people in a room, like the nerves of whatever level they're going to be, that's when it kicks in. And then once I start doing the thing, it just kind of goes away. I think there's a but level. I, yeah. There's a break to it. Like if you're in front of 100 people, there's this, there's that, there's what, whatever, this thing. Whatever the and line then is, right. It, and then it's like 5,000 people, right? Like that's different because like then – a hundred people being like "woo" is like I've woos. never spoken to five thousand people. But five thousand people's "woo"s is like beckoning roars. But when I like, when I went from a classroom of like fifteen people to giving like I, I do a couple of lectures at NAU annually, which are much like hundred peer classes. I went from fifteen to a hundred. That was like no difference to me. I've now done a couple hundred people uh, at ASU. Like once, like for me, it's like a. a, a a landscape thing, right? So I guess my answer would be I'd practice pool because if I'm able to practice pool in a busy pool hall in front of a million people is irrelevant to me personally. So build right. this premise again. So, so prior so prior, prior so prior to you doing any of that, before you've ever talked to NAU, before, oh, before in your life, before I, I'm, you ever did that. In other words, I'm just some fifteen year old shithead. Right. So the answer for me was that that I, I can I can talk. Yeah. Right, but I couldn't. I've never stood in front of a bunch of people I didn't know. Are you saying it? Yeah. So during this was, the stand up. No, before before I did any stand up. The point is that uh, that I, I I chose to go up and 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 every go every week, no matter what, six times in a row, and practice just being 
on stage and looking like I belong there. No matter yeah. what jokes I okay. had, no matter yeah. how bad they were, no matter what I was going to say, That's so be the guy out of 50 comics that went up there for for yep. you know open mic night and be the guy that looks like he belongs yeah, there. Yeah, like this guy knows what he's doing. He's seasoned. Right. And so, and I, and I, first night I accomplished it. I went up there and every, you, you know, everyone said, you, natural on the stage. you look like you belong there. And then that was all I did. I just practiced, uh, practiced being the guy. So I didn't have a whole bunch of jokes. None, you know, Going I, into I, I, stand-up live? Yeah, I didn't have very many jokes. I had like maybe three or four jokes. You went on the TV show to try to get... Oh, no, no. So this is just stand-up live. This is just me at open mic night. So after that, I did that... Stand-up live was a venue in Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that a bunch of times, and then I decided to to try out for stand-up live. So I skipped... They they put me through the first round without... This is for less comics. Yeah, and then so so then they said... Then I went and I did... um, I did, I, I did my I did my set in front of just regular people, and then they said you're on to the third round to go and and be in front of the the, um, the celebrities. There's oh. there's two celebrities. But that's so on that's, camera. Yeah, so this is on camera in front of the two celebrities. So the first two rounds, no cameras. Yeah. Now you're in front of celebrities. Now I'm in camera. front of like the cameras, right? Yeah. So I had a bald head, I had a long fur coat on, I looked like a pimp. And I had a midget behind me just walking around dancing while I talked. That's some secure energy. I like it. Yeah. So just you know, uh, Tyler, the guy that we had over to Guantamax all the time to do <laughs> when we had remember him? So the, the midget that we had over had to go on a max all the time. He would come out for you know, for parties and stuff. He'd just he'd like just be a midget. So yeah. <laughs> So in front of these two So I did my I did my thing and so I just defended the shit out of the girl that was there and then the guy Fred Willard he was a guy that got busted in Hollywood for jacking off at a movie theater just about two years ago. I think <laughs> well, he's well, since then he's died. But uh, do you remember Fred Willard? Fred Willard got caught yeah, the, jerking off in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but this was after he was All on. Right, I'm into it. Anyway, so he was one of the he was one of the guys. So he thought he was fun. He was laughing and he said, "He said you're 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 not a comedian." He goes, "But you would you definitely you would do well on your own like your own show clearly." Yeah, you you would do well. If you can make Fred Willard laugh. That's a that's high yeah. praise. Like yeah. Fred Willard's was, a legend. You know, How he's the dad you? from. Uh, he's like the 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 dad. The I mean, only thing I can remember is he played the dad on um, yeah. on Everyone Loves Raymond. Yeah, but he's I mean, the, oh, he, he's, the, the, the the granddad, the yeah. older. Yeah, Fred Willard is wildly uh, talented comedian. If you make that dude laugh, that's high praise. Wait, man. so yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. Anyway, so yeah. so yeah. I went on How there, and that's that's what it is. Jeez, how old, how, old, how long ago was this? 15 years ago? 30. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Season four, whenever season four Well, you'd have been 34. So there's 30, three judges. 30, no, 30, 38 to 40. Oh, still in what? there. How old are you now? This is 15 years ago, Phil. Yeah, 38. Yeah, I'm 50. Well, how old do you think I am? I'm 50. I don't know. I'd have to call someone. <laughs> I gotta check some some papers. Listen, I'm gonna have to call my kids. Uh, I gotta, I gotta call this lady I don't live with anymore. She's gonna. She can tell me. Um, so you're you're in your 30s. You do this. You get through the two rounds. Now you're in front of the judges, celebrity judges. You right. piss the girl off. Yeah, yeah. I was just rude. You make yeah. rude as in like you're rude to her. That pissed her no, off. Or no, it was just no. Your no. jokes were. Yeah, just jokes like, were rude. Yeah, I mean, fuck that bitch. Then. Yeah. She's in a comedy contest. Like, right. So she's she's a little weak bitch. Um, right. Offended easily. <laughs> she was the she was a sidekick on Veronica's Closet. I'm glad I didn't watch it because she's soft. Yeah, uh, she is soft. She's like, yeah. You're literally doing a, essentially a build-up 
comedy show from people who aren't famous trying to be famous comedians. Right. And you don't think someone's going to say some mean shit or some offensive yeah, yeah. shit? Like, was, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was bad. I don't remember exactly what it was. I was... It, it was it was a little bit nerve wracking. It's got to be incredible. My, my ankle hurt. I I, uh, I had gout. <laughs> I had a gout attack in my ankle, so my ankle like hurt a yeah. lot. It's really like gout, super painful, and I was having a really hard time with my gout. It's like swollen, and so I'm standing up there going, "Man, my ankle hurts," and I'm trying to be funny, but it was it was just. Uh, you know, I wasn't funny. I didn't deserve to go on the next one. So really, there, there's... I, know, I disagree because if you made Fred Wheeler laugh, who was the third judge? Who was the there's third? just two. There's oh, just two. Just two. Yeah. Oh, so, so uh, comedy legend and some lady from a show I've never heard of? Yeah. They both tight. have to. Tight, 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 to be tight. fair, they haven't heard of us, so... <laughs> uh, they uh, both have to pass I know you. the chick from Verona's yeah. Closet is a, is a regular listener. Happening uh, that. Yeah, Perfect. that's the... <laughs> yeah, since yeah. episode one. Yeah. Um, they both have to pass you to get to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't make it. So anyway, were there any other so the names? so the the um the um at at the at Scottsdale yeah. live, they um the the guy either your friend or, or relative or whatever or the owner they so. they told us that like uh, like you know poop jokes are uh, aren't aren't welcome because they're uh, you're saying they're we, just we could host this podcast something? there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the um, that was not on my. <laughs> Yeah. So the uh, yeah. So my my best my best joke is is uh, is about shit in my pants. So oh okay. That, that was the one that got the most amount of time. They yeah. said poop jokes aren't welcome. You're like perfect. I got it. Yeah yeah. Well, I mean, I had my jokes before. I, you know, they told me that shit. Yeah, I like, I yeah. I don't care what you guys want. I'm gonna do what I want. Right. Like, so I, the the idea is that so you the idea is that you you want me to tell you a shit joke where I shit so I shit my pants. So I go, I go, I get my I get my shorts on. It's a drawstring, so I tie it in a, in a loop or whatever. I tie my shorts so they don't fall off. I, I go out for a, a walk. Yeah, tell it's me not, about how much board shorts was like your vibe, right? Yeah. So I, so you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to go for walks. I don't know. That's, that, that's right. Because I, I was talking about how I'm fat. I got diabetes. So it was all led up into this, right? So my joke the joke pattern was is that I was I'm fat. I have, I have diabetes, so I'm going for a walk. Oh, I tell the count. joke and then I say so. I, it turns out that the best way, you know, to get rid of diabetes is just stop taking the diabetes test. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was part of the joke. But the the you know, go, I go for a walk. I get the farthest away, like a, which is like a block. <laughs> I'm, a I'm, a, I'm a big walker. Like I parked across the street in that dirt lot over there. I wasn't happy about walking across the street. Here. That's too far. So. Go for a walk. I'm the farthest away I can possibly be, and, and I'm like a whole block away. So I got and I got to take a shit. So I'm like hauling ass back to the house, and it gets to that point where you got to do that walk, you know, the holding the, your the ass waddle. cheeks together, right? So I get there, I get there. I'm almost shitting my pants. Shifting pace, right? So I I get there and uh, and I can't get the door open, and I finally get the door <laughs> open. I'm I run up the stairs. I got to go up the stairs to the bathroom, and I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, I got to go so bad that. The muscles, you know, the muscles that hold in poop, right, are the same muscles that, um, or the opposite muscles are what it takes to, like, bend your knees and bend down, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, literally. So as soon as you bend your knees to bend down, you can't hold in your poop anymore because those muscles have to be sort of repurposed to a different part of your body. Yeah. So you start pooping a good 18 inches before your asshole is on the toilet seat. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to just do this right so i'm in a little i'm in a little toilet and then it's a it's sort of native to arizona there's a toilet and then the walls are like right there yeah. right it's a little throne 
You have a wall on one side, a wall on the other side. The door's in front of you. Oh, but you if like you're shooting? lucky, there's a little light behind you. Yeah, and enjoy, open the door. Enjoy prison. Yeah. Open the door. Pull my pants down. And I, and I literally stop for a second and go, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I have to aim. I'm trying to aim my asshole. Which is hard because it's not, you know, it's hard to aim. I don't, I've are never at, aimed. Are, are you at your house? Yeah, I'm at my house. Oh. And, I, and I'm and i trying to aim my asshole so that it, the shit comes out into the toilet. While you're sitting. As I'm going down to sit down, right? So to me, it's like, all right. So it's, it's just a clinched. straight sit down Yeah, I got my legs are straight, like straight. I'm just like holding my legs straight so that the poop doesn't come out. As soon as I bend my knees, poop starts coming out. So... I slam my ass down as fast as I can. I'm not really sure about my aiming technique. I, <laughs> turns out, not good, right? <laughs> but because I, I sat down fast, I had a whole oh. bunch of momentum. So I oh. shit on the side of the toilet seat. Oh, no. My my like whole it. ass slips off in the shit, slips off the side of the toilet seat. See, my ass... On one side, hits the wall, wipes shit all over the wall. Oh, on the right, on the other side, I hit my head and my shoulder and my elbow against the wall. I fall down. I put my hand directly into the toilet, <laughs> try to hold myself up because my ass is all the way against the wall, not even a little bit on the toilet. The toilet seat's like on my hip and my elbow and my shoulder. I'm all the way in the toilet. There's shit everywhere. And, I, and and I'm just like what? And there's no one in the house, and I'm literally and and I'm, I just stopped moving because gravity had ended. So I'm like, what the fuck? What? Nobody told me this could happen in your life. I'm like, are you are you smearing your ass against the wall like like a hero in an action movie where they're like bleeding? It's just boom. So. And I still got more in there. I gotta go. So I'm like trying to figure out how to get out of the toilet and. Then, I will say the uh, it's probably I, I mean I don't know how much you missed uh, <laughs> the bowl but if you missed all of it on like the toilet seat and out at least if your hand went into the no toilet, no I didn't know a little bit came in there yeah okay so there's, there's also it was a, in the bowl here's the thing out. I'm pretty sure it was a sweeping motion <laughs> right because you it's like coming out I like it's, it's not like, coming I like out of a breakdown after the fact yeah the poop doesn't come out of like a tube. Like your asshole isn't isn't a tube, and then it's it comes out in like a like, like a it just straight out of a cool tube. It's like coming out of a if like you know if you cut a hole in a piece of paper and you try to make it go through that oh a God. hole like a, a flat thing go through a hole. It's not going to aim, but yeah. it goes, also but it goes also with two rumps directions. on the other side of that hole, right? Like it's it's not a, like two what? Well, two rumps. I mean, like your butthole isn't like just on the outside of your ass cheeks, oh, I right? Like so, like. You still have some mass to, you know. Yeah, you got to you got to negotiate the like, ass cheeks. Like, you know, I got some like big Phil, ass cheeks. Like Phil too, said, so in yeah. Arizona, you got wall to wall, so no one can just reach back, get elbow wide, and just spread those cheeks. That's not how Arizona's built. You no. got to take that dice roll and got to aim. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. So I mean, that's and that didn't. So technically, te- technically, um, I didn't. I didn't shit my pants in that one. But I mean, that was so. That what was you're pretty. saying is no poop got on your pants. I'll accept that. No, story, it got though. everywhere. Okay, so I got it. No, it was everywhere. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I just. I, I just. I just threw away all my clothes. <laughs> I just. I wiped the towels. Threw away the towels. Yeah, it was a burn it all situation. Did you tell that story on Last Comic Standing? Yeah. Oh no, on Last Comic Standing. Yeah. No, it's Scott's still alive. You, I did, but you told that. I, I don't. I can't. Yeah, I probably did tell that story. I probably did tell that story on, 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 on Lance Comics. Yeah, that was my best joke because it was all part and parcel to 
the story a story about having diabetes yeah. and being fat it leads up. and and it, it's right. Bad. So there was all a, yeah a beginning, yeah. a middle, and a, cli- a climax to an end. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Um. So the um yeah so the 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 climax of that story was um so so I don't I don't I don't go for walks anymore. <laughs> 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 so what I learned is walking is terrible. Uh, just in right. case any, right. I, any so that little laugh, that's what I, that's all I was going for. Is that little laugh? That's all. That was a laugh that I got. It. I'm not gonna. Right. I'm not gonna take walks anymore. Uh, that just seems too risky. Right. Yeah. Too the, risky. the um the brain knowledge like. So I mean, I'm a crazy person. So I I clearly have an entirely like different personality that lives in my head that is mostly attached to like a lot of my bodily functions, but is also an asshole who's always yelling at me. Mm-hmm. But um, that voice, which I assume is just a lot of like people's internal, like kind of like ticker is like the closer I get to a toilet, the more it's like, Oh, we're going to go. And I'm like, well, there are obstacles. I have to, t- I have to take off my shoes. Yeah, I have to greet my dog. And then the back of my brain is like, no, 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 there's a toilet four feet away. We're pooping in like two, four, like, yeah, sorry, that w- those numbers are out of order. Um, four or three, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And then you just got to kind of figure the fuck out real quick. Um, it's usually why I create so much content. I get near a toilet, and my butthole's like, time to go. That's that's a, that's a standard for humans, though, right? Like, it's that toilet GPS, right? Like, yeah, I think everyone has it. That's why it's so fucking sure. frustrating when you go to a QT and, and the bathroom's <laughs> not available because your asshole is right or your, your dick or whatever. And you're just and you're so sure because QT is pretty good about having bathrooms available, unlike Circle K or any other place. So, you know, you might meet six guys in there that are all you know shooting up meth, okay. right? Oh, dude, I just but I but was, at least you're gonna be, there's a place to pee. They always leave a yeah. place for you to pee. Those guys are so okay. so nice and everything. But if you go there and it's closed, you're fucked because you have to go right, right you now. You need an alternative. Yeah, you, yeah. Made, you made a five minute stop that was crucial. Look at that. Yeah, I, uh, I just. Stopped at a QT on my way home yesterday, and I just I couldn't hold the pee, man. I had to pee so fucking bad. I was coming. You pee them up by here? No, I peed at the QT. That's a hack. But uh, <laughs> I get in, and there's this dude, just kind of like standing in front of the sink, but like also kind of like in between the urinals too. So like when you open up the door, it's right there. So he's like literally standing in the way. So like there's not quite enough room to make to like cut right to where the sink is. Also, not quite enough room left to cut where the urinals are. So I'm just like, I just like walk in, I dead stop, I look square to, at him, and he's like checking himself out in the mirror, like doing his hair, like making sure his outfit's nice. And he was like some like tricked out black dude, like you know, like the designer jeans, the necklace, the big fucking diamond earrings. Like he's like poofing his hair, and I was like, I like make the adjustment either way, stop, look straight at him, and like you gonna move? And he's like, huh? I'm like, I. I can't get past you, dude. Like, I got to piss. And he's like, I... And then he... So he takes a step forward to, towards the sink. I take a piss. One of the longest pees of my life. Uh, he's still just, like, kind of checking himself out in the mirror, kind of, like, texting on his phone, fixing his earrings and He shit. lives there. That's... I mean, you're, so, you're in his bathroom. Yeah, I mean, he, I was like, I didn't realize this was his home. So I, I take the piss. Apologies, sir. Turn around. Well, now, because he's taking a step closer to the sink, he's now blocking both sinks. So again, I just look at him, and sir, and a just proper horse bath waiting takes two sinks. Uh, well, he's not doing any of this. He's just kind of he's standing there like, and he's got like a yeah, like a you're nice, in like, his yard designer bro. outfit on. Like he's just trying he's to not like, a homeless dude let by you means. know. Uh, yeah, you but he's know taking that. a horse bath. I mean, he wasn't even <laughs> do that. He looked he looked 
nice and presentable. Like uh, Horvath. So, but like, I, look, I look at him and I'm like, Listen, I took one on Saturday. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so I'm now standing like same thing now, squared up to him, like ready to ask you to move again. I'm like, still just gonna stay where you're at. And he's like, what? I'm like, you're blocking both sinks, man. Like, can you move? He's like, oh, yeah. He, like, moves over, like, maybe six inches to the right. So I have to, like, still, like, angle my hands over to the sink. You afraid of touching a black guy? (laughs) I just don't really want to touch any people in a bathroom, uh, which I think is fair. Uh, So I'm in there, and I'm like, do you just hang out here? He's like, yeah, you trying to find out? I'm like, I don't know what that means. But let's fuck around and find out, dude. What's up? This like, is the weirdest like, story about your first glory hole I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there wasn't even a wall dividing well, us. I'm, He's I'm like, if you go in joke. that stall, you might pretend there's a woman sticking well, their penis that's, in here. That's, 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 that's a great sentence. You might go in the stall, and there might be a girl putting her penis in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great sentence. Oh, you, yeah. You, 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 wouldn't you hear expect that me sentence. to believe that's a chick's dick I'm sucking in the that's next stall? That's, that's always, a sentence you wouldn't say in the 80s. That's an always you would, sunny you would, line. <laughs> you wouldn't say that sentence you in the 80s. You wouldn't say that in the 80s. You'd have no, been like, no. I, I hooked up with the chick in the bathroom. Gave her the best blowjob of her life. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when she kept asking me for dome. <laughs> weird. You know, it's funny. You said Horbath, and that's all I can think about now is, is uh, you know my daughter, Miranda? Yeah. You know Miranda, right? So Miranda, Thor's a baby, and Miranda's like maybe five. She's five or six or something, and we're like, it, we need to go somewhere. And uh, and I never ever censored myself ever with my kids ever. I never s- didn't say something. And they grew up never swearing, never cussing. Because I just kids told, are because I just told them. It's, I just said, fantastic. listen, it's rude right, to so. cuss in front of adults. Just, so just just don't be rude. I never told them not to. And they like, never so did. Don't fucking do it. So they were really cool. Uh, as far as I was concerned, I don't know if they cussed somewhere else, but they certainly never did it around well, they adults. Always cuss somewhere else. So I don't think they did. They said that they didn't. But anyway, the, the so Miranda needed to. Uh, she, she she was playing or we were doing something and Sonia was. I had him. So Sonia was somewhere else and there's some other people we were with and Miranda comes up and she goes, "Hey, I need to take a whore bath." And I go, "Yeah, cool." So I give her, yeah. So I, I give her, so I give her the, you know, the little uh, things to take the wipes out. Yeah, so she, so she takes off her kit. shirt and she does her. She like. Gives herself a whore bath, and my friend was with there. Baby wipes. Can't remember who who was with me, but some somebody was with me. as my friend, and he goes, "Did she just say whore bath?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would have said the same thing, but yeah. I, I would have also followed up with amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. She didn't know I mean, what, I, she didn't know I, what it I, meant, I but this. I just I always said I just took a lot of whore baths for one thing. And so <laughs> I mean, kids, kids I, knew what that was. I took a similar approach with my daughter, and. Um, I mean, while I didn't use the term whorebath as much, I mean, I I feel it has, uh, your kids have, like, I, I mean, I'm just watching through Instagram, so, I mean, you can tell me if they're shitheads, but I mean, <laughs> Miranda and Thor have grown up and done some incredible stuff, and it, it's awesome to kind of, like, watch them grow up, and, you know, kind of having that same approach as my kid, I'm like, oh, like, you're not perfect, like, children aren't, but, like, you're, like, never censoring myself in front of you, like, never, like, yeah, you said it perfect. It's rude to curse in front of adults because you don't really know who you're talking to. So just don't be rude. Don't be rude. That way you're not talking about cursing. You're just not making it about cursing. Jack always you know? taught Tatum um, manners don't cost anything. So feel free to use them. And that it, that was that was basically the lesson. It's like everything else is on the table, but just don't be crass. Right. Like people don't like it for some reason. 
Yeah, yeah. Miranda told me the other day that she that she always she she was sitting there and I go, oh, your your uh, your posture is is so good for you know for someone in your twenties. I told my daughter that, and she goes, Dad, that's all you know. You, you that's the way you used to tell me all the time. Sit up straight, sit up straight. And so I just I always remember that you told me that. I'm like, oh, my daughter listened to me. That's, <laughs> Oh, how fucking cool is that? what actual good advice <laughs> leading up to the cell phone age where everyone's just kind of like hunched over? Like, what unknown great preparatory advice, at least my parents gave me too, because my parents were just like, sip, 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 and it's yeah. like, okay. And then, like, I look at my kid and they're just like, I mean, this is a man that, that follows his own advice. He's got some good posture. <laughs> Who's that? You. You. Look at you sitting oh. on the wall straight. Who else do you think we were talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I don't feel like I am. <laughs> You're sitting dead straight. You're the only person that I've met that makes Alex look small. That's mm, true. <laughs> I have been working out. Hell yeah. <laughs> not going on walks, though. It's not unnoticed, sir. It ain't walks. Yeah, no, no I don't do. Yeah, no. I, still, I still don't like walking. So the, um, yeah, so the, uh, so the, the, the point is that that was, that was a memorable shit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when was that? Uh, was that the, the last time you did stand-up comedy? Yeah, I, I think I might have gone back there a couple of times. I, I don't I don't, I don't remember exactly. Was it, it terrifying? But, going I, up? but it was I no. I, it was never terrifying. It was just I just wanted to look natural. I just wanted to look like I belong there. No fidgeting. I don't like when I don't like watching people up on stage, like when they look like all Acting they want to do is secure. get off. Yeah, like if you if you're gonna if you want to get off, get off. There's no one's keeping you. Yeah. from the stage. Yeah, you so, chose you up there, right? So just you, go up and just act like act natural. So it's the worst thing that's like, gonna happen. Uh, no one has a sword. They're not gonna <laughs> lock your dick off if you're not funny. Yeah. Um, I always say like I I go talk in the largest room of people about things that I know about and that I'm confident about. But like if I'm trying to be like creative and performative, mm-hmm. um, that's that's where my struggle is trying to go up so like i wrote these jokes and now i need to like present them to people and hopefully this that they see funny. how it happens um that performative aspect of like well this is subjective not objective like if i know what i'm talking about of like whether it's beer training classes or whatever the fuck it could be i go up and go i know these answers and if 10 other people that are just as educated as me in this field are gonna go yeah that makes sense like I, like the worry is when I don't know what I'm talking about when I start saying something and I'm presenting like I know what the fuck I'm talking about and someone comes up and like yeah you're wrong I'm like well you fucking sit down the fuck over there I'm gonna keep going with the next model but when it's like I need a dance or I need to sing or I need a joke like all those things are subjective like some people can say they don't like them or they do and that's where I get terrified that's exactly the reason to not be terrified I think that if you're going up there to, for something subjective where everyone gets to objectively say you didn't do this or this or this that's that could lead to failure. Subjectively is exactly the reason to not be afraid. Cause fuck them. Cause th- it is subjective. And if you think it was funny, it's all that matters. That's a good outlook. Fuck yeah. So the um, yeah the uh, when I first went up there the the uh, everyone, you know everyone says imagine the uh, imagine the crowd naked yeah or whatever. So uh, that made uh, you far too horny. Well, no, I went up, <laughs> I, I went up there and I imagined myself naked. And then, you know, and then I wondered why everybody wasn't laughing on my small dick, you know. And it, <laughs> Sounds like a joke. Started off, yeah. That's was, a great joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, uh, I, I've always avoided that prospect because I'm like, if I'm going to imagine everyone naked, I can only get so erect. And, right. I mean, I'm going to pass out at some point up here. So I like your uh, difference in approach. Uh, it's yeah. fa- fantastic. There's just no reason to be afraid of people. But it is that does come from someone who's older and has like, done a lot of things. You know, I've, I've, I've done a lot. There's you know, a reason a, to be afraid of, of people. Uh, like if someone suck. has a sword. <laughs> like That's funny. I've seen people with swords. I wasn't afraid of them. The, you know, if you go to... <laughs> if you go... I was in Denver. If I saw... No. I would, if I saw anyone with a sword, I'd be like, Jesus, please stop. No. <laughs> but, get the fuck out of here. No, that's not He's going to whack all. me with the non-sharp nah. side. Listen, you that, ma- that mall ninja that wearing a fedora is not going to ruin my day. I get doubt the fuck that out of here. entirely. Uh, so is I was, he attacking me specifically? I will tell you this. I was in Denver with oh. Brooke walking to a tattoo shop. Uh, and so at excited. the corner, there's like two tents. And there, you know, in Denver, there's quite a bit of tents out there where the homeless people are sleeping. And there's a dude just fucking at the corner holding a sword. And we're ready to cross the street because we need to kind of go like, is this sword just past unsheathed? Him. Unsheathed. Okay. Big fucking sword, too. Um, I mean, and obviously, it sounds, like, homeless, sounds like a metaphor. Homeless and holding a sword, uh, likely fucking crazy. So I don't know what's going to oh? make him snap. Uh, yeah, I mean, I start, in this context, crossing the streets probably advisable. Yeah, I'm not going to cross near him. No, I have to cross. Yeah, and get close some to dude him. brandishing a weapon is one thing. What I'm saying is, if I see some dude wearing a fedora with a sheathed katana on his yeah. hip on the train, I'm just like not yeah, afraid of that no. dude. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. So this dude <laughs> holding a sword, I like. Start making my way across the street with Brooke. I'm like, Mm-mm. get right back Mm-mm. on the sidewalk. Not today, we're gonna Satan. cross the street the other way and then cross once we're you know, <laughs> you know, 300 feet away from him. No shit. Just make your girl go first. You, you walk 10 feet, dude, <laughs> dude. So I literally, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I told Brooke this, but I just remember being like, I could push if in front. anything happens, <laughs> just run, bitch, run. Because I'm going to run, too. I don't have a knife. I don't have a gun. And if I have a knife, he's got a sword. And if I've got a gun, I which I don't... I was going to run. We... I can't remember if I told my girl or not. Well, nothing <laughs> happened. He was just kind of, like, zoned out. I mean, his, like, depth of reality is oh, probably yeah, only I 20 mean, feet around him, right? Yeah, he's like, super aggro within, like, six feet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, if you come in with this blade's distance, I will... Yeah. Spill your blood. Uh, he, he, he was in another thing, but all of a sudden, you never know when someone comes out of a K hole and they have like a tunnel vision at you, and then they're like, "Oh, oh fuck!" Yeah. Right? Like, like, I'm gonna go because, like, if this guy's on PCP, he can run longer than me for sure. Like, uh, that is uh, <clears throat> just real quick for the listeners. That's a giant myth. Uh, PCP does not give you super strength or stamina. It literally just makes you hallucinate and pass up. That's not true at all. It y- makes y- you y- not yes. have no, no, no. Yes, feelings. It yeah, no, it is. <laughs> The 90s had a lot of propaganda for drugs. PCP is literally just like doing like crack cocaine, but like way grosser. It's like the meth of crack. I've seen videos of cops fighting someone on PCP. And Have you? Have you? Yeah. Okay. I just there, There's a lot of Mandela effect stuff out there. And, and you can see videos of cops doing stuff, and then they're like, hey, that was a guy on PCP. It's like the fentanyl thing sometimes, where they're like, if a cop touches like, someone who's on fentanyl, they'll die, which is abhorrently untrue. Right? Well, I, regardless, I've, I've seen that like it's a pretty fairly mainstream video with there's like six cops like batoning a dude hardest I fuck. thought that was basalts and no this was like 15 years ago like when basalts didn't exist basalts weren't around 15 years ago <laughs> um, they were not around they were around like 10 years ago but it's like the cops just beating the shit okay. out of this fucking guy and he just doesn't stop and like he has a knife so they're like trying to like and like you just see them just like breaking his arm with a baton 
and he's like Jesus. still wielding this knife and like punching and like there was a there's a whole documentary or maybe not a documentary but like a TV series about that video and the cops that were there were like his leg was broken, his arm was broken, his shoulder was dislocated and he didn't stop. Like we couldn't Serious stop. Serious disrespect like, to our first He superhero. didn't have he didn't he was so fucking out of it. He didn't have pain. Like he didn't feel any pain. And I'm assuming if some guy can have all that happen to him, keep going. This guy could probably jog for a minute. That always reminds me of those like weird videos. And I mean, we actually had it happen a few times at our place where there are people who are just naturally immune to. So there's two types of uh, pepper spray. So there's capsaicin based, which is like hot sauce. Yeah. And then there's chemical based, which is mustard gas. But yes. Yeah. There you go. Um, Dog, so they trying to question me on fucking. No, I, I <laughs> we do this podcast because we're homies. But uh, yeah, straight up, that's exactly it. Um, and the capsaicin based uh, has just straight up like you'll see videos on the internet. Of some dude just gets sprayed in the face, and he's like, uh-uh. just natural, just like capsaicin. Like it's those people who can just like uh, Kayla. Shout out uh, Kayla Bri. That girl, I've seen her just eat the hottest peppers imaginable, and she's just like meh. And, like, there's just some people where capsaicin just doesn't affect you. That chemical shit will fuck up anybody. Uh, but, it's deteriorating. Like, uh, well, it's also just, like, it's built to fuck you up. Like, Well, it's literally deteriorating. It's, like, yeah. acids. Like it's very minor acids, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's literally chemical warfare. Because um, capsaicin, like, yes, sir, you can eat the nice. world's hottest pepper. It's not going to dissolve your tongue in that eat, right? Like It, it could ulcerate your larynx, though, which has actually happened to somebody. <laughs> From eating naturally hot peppers, but again, in, th- in those are extremes, right? Those like extreme super high doses and like long periods. Like if I just give you pure capsaicin, put it on your tongue, you're just going to be in discomfort. It won't necessarily damage your tongue. I mean, it might, but like it, okay, it's less can, likely. But I gave you those chemicals. Buy pure capsaicin. Like we're, I got it, dude. Eighty to eighty a G dollars. There's actually a place pure? At, so at Scottsdale Fashion Square, there's a place called the Pepper Palace. You can buy pure capsaicin extract there. Uh-huh. Yep, you can buy half a gram. If of it's it. an extract, then it's going to be not pure. It's going to have something on, like a hundred percent capsaicin. Like, well, what are you it's, getting that's hundred percent pure, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that shit stepped on with fucking bleach. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you should step. E- either I, I, maybe I misspoke, but like when I it's was there, when I was there, um, they have this like hottest sauce in the world or whatever it's called. Like someone's screaming at their radio right now, but like, and then they got a two point It's like, and the whole point you. Take a toothpick, you dip it in, you dab the toothpick on your tongue because it's like that hot, and you test it out, and you actually like even get your name on the wall if you do even just that. And they're like, yeah, this uses like one part per like whatever, and then I'm like, and then like, but we have the pure like, and it's just like half a gram, and they're like, yeah, you add like the smallest amount to the largest amount of liquid to like. That's funny. I know exactly how big of a pile of half a gram looks like. <laughs> So listen, babe. Before I before I forget, listen. This is because uh, I have some strong I have strong thoughts on this PCP thing. So before we move on, so the P- <laughs> PCP well, let's get at it. looked it up. So thanks, Jamie. According to Google, PCP. And this is something that I believe too, because I probably read this somewhere. But anyway, PCP doesn't make people any stronger than they are normally, yeah, yeah. but it does keep them from feeling the pain associated oh, okay. with overworked muscles and See, bones subjected to extreme stress. So. The um the overworked muscles 
thing. It's a that to me makes like them pre workout. That makes them stronger in my mind. So it is it is, a, it is a it is a sort of a funny way to, to do it. But that's exactly how it I would explain enhance your str- like right, you're so not gonna be able to you can't lift more, you can't run farther throw a but garbage you, you can, can at a cup. So you kinda can. If what, it's, I, well, it, what I think it is is genuinely it's like say you're bench pressing and then what you would normally be able to bench press and then you're like, Oh my muscles are fatiguing and now wearing it. No, I have to scale down weight. Yeah. That you can bench like, press I'm the same, but a the little bit longer. Of my muscles, yeah, like right. I'm now breaking through that part of your muscles, like nah, we got to give up. And you're like, right. like when you're running, your your I legs hurt and PCP. your lo- and your lungs hurt. So it's yeah. an argument hurt, of why he's MUTs are better down. runners than what? What? I was just gonna say oh. I'm gonna do some PCP as my pre workout next. Well, week so I'm trying to it, get my it, gains. It, this is exactly kind of like the propaganda that happened to me in the Dare program in the '90s, right? Like where they're like, someone gets on PCP, like a dude on PCP picked up a dumpster and threw it at some cops or lifted a car, and it's like, no, that's actually not happening. Those are made up by scared cops. And um, Dare, the for-profit it. organization that went around to schools scared and talked cops. about that stuff. Yeah. Scared cops, that's never happened in the U.S. Not ever, not in Texas, not ever. <laughs> um, but, like, PCP doesn't make you able to lift a car or fight 10 cops. Like, yeah, they're beating the shit out of you and you can't feel it. But, like, I grew up in the D.A.R.E. program. They're, like, literally, like, I, it's so vivid. They're, like, this guy picked up a dumpster and threw it at three L.A. cops. And I was, like, that's so crazy. And his name's Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> but it's just... That motherfucker turned all green and shit. The efficacy... And the negative impacts of drugs have always been exaggerated by law enforcement and those seeking to in, impugn penalties for it since the dawn of time. Cannabis isn't half what they said it was in the 60s. Fentanyl isn't half what they say it is now. The and PCP is, doesn't make people the Hulk. The uh, weed now is so much stronger. That is technically true. It's but so much stronger. But then, the, but then they also have what? stuff like the brand called Dadgrass. I love that. They're like, like, oh, you remember what it was like in the eighties? There's and a like, Reggie's. There's a Reggie's brand. Oh yeah, there should well, be. Well, there's a couple of them. There Dad, should be. One's called Dadgrass, uh, which is totally awesome. Um, and yeah, there's there's a handful of them. Oh, and yeah. like, but here's also the thing. Um, my dad wasn't drinking 13% pastry stouts in his garage while he fucking ignored my mom either. Okay. He, <laughs> We should just we should collab a, he a was session drinking IPA Bud called Light. Dad Beers. That, it's already anybody listening. Fuck you if you do it. We got it. Yep, nope. we we got it. Yeah, we already uh, have one on the books that needs to get done. Yep. So that's what's great. So my buddy when he started working at a dispensary and now he's he's managing a dispensary. Oh um, yeah, we had him on. I would yeah yeah yeah. Um, I would hit him up and he'd be like rolling this crazy blunt of incredibly strong weed. This is gonna make you fold the dishes. And uh, <laughs> literally, he's like, I think this shit's like. 26% THC. And I'm, like, I'm looking at this nug and I'm like, if I break... What does that a, mean? THC uh, is, is like what lot? gets you high. Like 20, yeah, 10% is super like high. the so, 80s, So weed, weed is like the beer of my, my drug existence. So so yeah, like... I don't, I don't know so, too much so about So think about weed. it like this. So Bud Light, Budweiser, mm-hmm. uh, depending, on, depending on where you live, the ABV can be different. But like in Arizona, it's the same. It's like 4, 4.5%. Four 4 and right, change. Right. But then... My standard lager is six, and then I make beers consistently above eight percent, double so, double the alcohol. So that uh, you're used to drinking. Have you ever smoked weed? Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, like if I yeah if I want to, I'd love, that to, there, I'd a, love that to be the one thing you've never done. No, there's a very. <laughs> I haven't done it in a long time, but there's a very specific 
like a like a fucking little. Here's the time. Phil, Phil, Listen, Phil I, needs I like a mid level sativa. I like I like to smoke weed between ten and ten thirty a.m. on a Sunday. Yep. One Mild and a half sativa. hours. Prior to going to a buffet oh, yeah. oh. over in Scotts, like the one of those eighty dollar buffets oh, yeah. where they Ooh. fucking they make Belgian waffles and, and slice off a fucking up. ham, right? Yeah. So that, you're at a casino, right? You so that's the that's the <laughs> only time between ten and ten thirty a.m. on a Sunday yeah. prior to going to brunch. Yeah, you, that's it. You Otherwise, like I'm going to I'm going to sleep. You need this a twelve percent sativa. So I'll tell you this: you um, like when I was a kid getting Reggie's, weed was probably like eight to ten percent. THC, um, now it's up. I've seen as high as thirty two percent. But it's 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 fucking. I consistently absurd. smoke around twenty. Um, so I, so when I buy um, fifteen is my basement, and then twenty twenty five is my ceiling. But honestly, twenty two is my ceiling. <laughs> like, and anything above twenty is generally a bit of aggressiveness. Because like the like. It's all about like habitualness, right? Like if if you go out and you drink a handful of beers throughout the day, and then you drink three more at dinner, cool. But if you are doing that with cocktails, you get a much different result, right? Like that scene from Mad Men where they're puking up all the oysters. So for me, it's about like, oh, I know how I ingest, and so I need to regulate my dosage that way. And indicas, well, like that's what I do for bed. But like you're talking about, like when I wake up on the weekend and I'm like, man, I'm about to go work on the yard all day. I'm a, I'm gonna go get an aggressive brunch, just a little sativa right before I get started. We're grabbing a going down a rabbit hole for sorry. what I was trying to talk about. Sorry, sorry, I, I just. <laughs> like, uh, I, I just like say like seven bit. words and Alex goes on a tangent for. He clearly likes shit. weed. I think yeah. that's what it is. He's talking yeah. about stuff that he loves. Uh, what? So that's good. Regardless, that's good. so my buddy's oh, rolling I appreciate this that. blunt and he tells me how strong it is. I'm like, if I break a quarter off of this, that's essentially all of the active ingredient in this little thing. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't need something like this. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, Wait, I don't need this in my life. You're not going to hit this with me. I'm like, that's a five gram blunt. That means over a gram of this is just the active ingredient. Yeah, dude, I'm passing. When you go into shop next time, can you get like weak shit? <laughs> and he's like, what? Can you get someone can smoke and, and watch cartoons dude, with before, my kid? <laughs> before it was legal, everyone was talking. what everyone talked about. Everyone's like, Philip, do you know how to get any Reggie's? I'm like, have you ever seen me smoke pot? Have you ever? I can yeah. literally deliver a chick already with lines of coke on her tits. Yeah. Like she will show up at your house. And will have a line of blow on her boob, but I can't for you to snore off of her body. But I'm sure I couldn't find like, your Reggie. Like, but I might be able to get her to show up with like a G, <laughs> like, a, like a gram of weed. What an um, amazing skill set! Like, so this dad uh, grass is, is is cool because I I grew up smoking Reggies, yeah. and like I could roll an entire joint and smoke it mm-hmm. and be all right. And now these days, like I couldn't even take a hit off a joint. I know I've tried to smoke weed with you. Before. It's <laughs> it's insulting. Like, why did weed get too strong? Listen, I I love disassociating from the universe personally. Uh, it's cathartic, and I love being crossfaded. So, like, I'm not the person to answer any of your questions. Like, I love what just excessive. Hello, fifty uh, years old. Okay, I mean, what? Pass that over here. Fifty years old. There's no cake, cocaine on those titties. No, no, no. no. <laughs> There's not a single line of oh. coke on them. Tips. I'm just saying. I won't look. This that shit good at is still in my life. I'm so happy, it's dude. Just I just yeah, I just met her a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, so nice. The um, more beer. Yeah, more beer. 
Yeah. You, um, you need some rum in that? No, no, I'm good. I, know you, I gotta go to work. work. I gotta yeah, start yeah. work. Yeah. Where do you work? We have rum for you. Oh, that's awesome. I wish Are I you willing to tell us where you work on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I just, I'm a night dispatcher for a medical delivery company. Oh, okay. Like, is that medical cannabis or just general <laughs> no. general fentanyl stuff? <laughs> no, just between Banner. Mostly between oh, Banner hospital fentanyl. locations. Cool. Yeah, the... Um, yeah, the the going back to what you were saying about the the, the myths and everything. There's um the the myths of drugs are, are are you know when I get older, now that I'm older, it is mm-hmm. kind of it is kind of weird to to have the opinion of drugs that I have now. When I was younger, it was a much I think it's a much healthier opinion oh. of drugs. Now that I'm older, it's drugs are you're becoming quite drugs, a prohibitionist in your old age, huh? I'm not prohibitionist. I just think it's dangerous. I, didn't, I, I don't think, you know, it's dangerous because drugs help you not deal with things. And then when it's time for you to deal with things, you're, it's a lot more difficult to deal with, to just deal with the emotionally making decisions and doing things and taking care of shit that you got to take care of. If you have the ability to, instead of making a, a good, great, or great decision about your life, when it's so much easier to just do some drugs and just forget about it. It's a little bit harder now that I'm older to think about it. It's unfortunate that I think that way. I'd rather I'd rather not think so, that way, but that is how no, I that's healthy. That's healthy I, um, I think I, that also comes with time and like experience too, right? Like that young and dumb energy of like I'm gonna fuck around and do this and have a good time, and then you look back and you're like, damn, there were things I should have done and I didn't, and that makes a lot of sense why I didn't. So you've yeah, even when you're when it. you're younger, you just have to make you, all you all you're thinking about. I think when you're younger is just making a decision. You're just like. I need to make this decision. Everything's either this or it's that. And when you, when you're older, I'm thinking about you know, I didn't I didn't get to the 14th decision because I was too stupid to make the third right decision. Mm-hmm. And there's you have to make decision after decision after decision that are correct. And when it, if you get and then the sixth one is kind of hard and the seventh one is really hard, can't even see what the eighth one is because he just went fuck it. You so know, I'm gonna go party and and then so you know now that I'm older, I there's things there's things that I'm not good at. Because I didn't get good at it, I so didn't. You want to hit this joint? <laughs> so you want <laughs> you want to smoke this crack or what? Um, yeah, we have PCP. I did. I did so, crack one time, dude. One time, oh, I smoked the whole right. fucking thing of crack. The whole, whole thing. The whole rock. And I'm like, just the first. Once, the first that, that's that's the, the dream. One the, time, the best high ever. And right. You walk I take away. do the I do the the first hit. I almost burn my throat because they don't tell you that there's no filter in there. Don't suck yeah. it too hard. So I do the first hit. It's great. I wanted to fuck everybody in the bathroom that we were standing in. So then, uh, <laughs> like everyone, let's all fuck right now. Yeah, it was like, yeah, dudes, everyone. I was like, I want to touch everyone in here. It's fucking awesome. Didn't, but I wanted to. Super fast. Yeah. Then it was gone, and then I just spent the rest How of long, that. When you said it's gone. Are you saying like the crack was gone or the no no the, the high was gone. the high was gone after maybe fifteen I don't know how long fifteen twenty minutes wow. it was all the way so gone wow and then we smoked the rest of it the rest of the rock diminishing return and then the last hit was the worst because I like I didn't it didn't feel I literally yeah, left we left and went and got an eight ball so uh, a, <laughs> of yeah. powdered cocaine because that shit is fucked up well, I'll never cocaine, do it again ever I did it the one time yeah. never did to do it so again. was that. Uh, did you just have like instant energy from it? Like, does did you just feel like you like fucking let's go after hitting that, or were you just you, nah, not so really. did I was, you get just I was really really fat. Ecstasy? Did you, just, you notice so. any difference from smoking crack to snorting coke? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah for well, sure. You, you can maintain coke. So I when I was like 
17. Um, Smoke real quick. I, I was with uh, a group of people who's actually a fairly large drug dealer in Arizona. We went to my high school. We were all partying at his house, and they loaded a bowl and put Coke on the bowl, and oh, I smoked it. Puff. Cocoa Puffs. Um, nice. That's what we call them. And that was like absurd. One hit, I was done. Like, yeah. It was like that. Um, it was terrible. Like, like Alice Cream. <laughs> I couldn't to talk. Oh yeah. It was terrible. You remember the smell that it makes when you burn cocaine? Like when you burn powder cocaine? Uh. Uh-uh. I like that smell. So the um, I'm unfamiliar with it to be honest. So. <laughs> yeah, there was a. It was a. You know, it was like the. It was literally the one time. Same with meth. I did meth one time. Never did it again. Ever. Because I was up for energy? four days and oh, yeah. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> See, oh, it's so bad to down to come down. I cannot believe the reason that people. I think the reason that people do meth is because they just don't want to come down. From the they Columbia. literally are going to do meth for. You know what? They they literally tell themselves, "I'm going to do meth for 42 years on the sidewalk of of Phoenix yeah. because I never want to come down." That's how bad the come down is. It was so it was so horrible. Yeah, well, I was snorting it like it was coke. So. Like every forty-five minutes. Well, there's also like, which is a horrible thing to do with with meth because you don't you don't need to do that. Yeah. So it was up for four so days. Probably did a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My buddy Shane's like he's been able to like jump into a handful of drugs and never let them like truly grip him. But like, isn't that truly wild? How some like, people yeah. will also well, mm. a whole other thing. The other way around. How utilitarian meth is. Like you can swallow it. You can snort it. You can smoke it. Listen, you if you're talking it, about Panzer like, chocolate, it's we can talk about Panzer crazy. chocolate if you want to. I think, like, yeah, I think meth is the, the third. The, too, well, though. the Third Reich put it in chocolate. It's called Panzer chocolate. You can look it up. And yeah. it was literally what was given to like the German army to like try to storm the Russian winter. Well, I'm not a historian. I'm but, just but saying they were it's just crazy <laughs> that you no, can put it anyway. To your point, like, in your body, in a chocolate bar. Yeah, in a chocolate bar, you can put meth. Wait, what kind of bar? Chocolate, but Phil just. I, I do want to kind of like, uh, when you first had made your statement, uh, I do disagree. Um, and I think you disagree almost kind what, of... disagree with what? And I'll yeah, what back. was the statement? Well, hold on. Well, you, you had said that, like, I think that, you know, it can be a little reckless to do drugs. And, you know, you take a different opinion of it as you get older. And, uh, and I think uh, I agree with you. But I also think, and then I think you made this point for me, is that in a world now where you can get just as addicted to the way we interact with food as Americans, the, the, the cell phone device we all carry, there's, there's a vice out there for everyone to some degree in our current culture. That said, there are very few things, like your experience with crack, my experience with mushrooms, things that awaken or make us have these moments of realization, being on meth for four days and being like, never again. You can't experience that being stun locked into your netflix account right so i would say in a world full of distraction that drugs leave us the last vestige of escaping this cage um and while misabused in our youth and misled they can lead to bad consequences but i would argue that without drugs i would be a completely different person yeah but i don't think you should like, i think that makes my point the the, the point is that i think i think drugs. that i think that I think that you should figure out how to drown out the noise without drugs. Yeah. That that's a skill. I think I, it, I, didn't I think start it's using a, drugs until my thirties, so I learned how to do it. It just sucked. Well it sounds like you're like pro meth and heroin and crack. 
I'm pro whatever works and what you're in control of. I've met meth addicts that are completely functional. Not a lot of them, but I have. I've met coke addicts that get along. And the, again, the thing is, if we're talking about the exception to the rule, okay. if we're saying that sure. we we can do it, yeah, I'm just saying, is yeah. it the right thing? Like, it, should you? Like, should you really? Should you well, maybe if learn we how to? That- attitude about the empire state building like we think we can do it and someone was like well maybe i mean 40 stories shorter would be a better idea i mean exception again exception to the rule that i'm not against excellence it. being the i'm exception not a, I, i'm just saying if if you <laughs> if if you <laughs> yes bobby i'm about to die on this hill i'm just i'm just i'm just having a, a lot of fun with this uh sorry Bill. <laughs> No, I, I do agree with you. Um, I do feel that, like, there are a handful... You heard it here, folks. Uh, do crack, do meth, there, do heroin. There are PCP a handful of things fun. that do kind of, like... I'm un- Alex Phillips. Uh, sponsored. Um, <laughs> I I feel that you're correct. That like they're, 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 But that's, like, what I guess parenting comes into, right? Like, as the parent of a 16-year-old, it's like, hey, listen, like, these things, when you're an adult, are probably fine to interact with. These things are not fine to interact with at any given stage. But, like, it's harder to have that conversation with my child about their cell phone, which is absolutely a bigger problem than pot's ever going to be. <laughs> or mushrooms. And, and, yeah, while I'm team, like, whatever I like to do or whatever, like, again, having an experience where you, like, do drugs and that scares yourself straight, like, it, like isn't it on you, like to control the addictive nature. Like I was told as a child, like you come from a long line of addicts and you should be wary of that. And I was like, cool. I'm going to start drinking immediately. Why would and, they tell you that? They told you that really? Yeah. To really? try to stop me, which no. was dumb as shit. Wow. Uh, Cause I was that's, like, I'm going to be the best alcoholic in this family. And while that's actually technically true, it's nothing <laughs> to be proud of. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, we're, we're getting down a rabbit hole of, of, of nonsense that, uh, that, listen, here's the, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you right now that I, I'm I'm telling you this as a I'm, I'm pretty much an old guy now. Here's the thing: when I was 21, I fucked up my back. I was in construction. I was a bricklayer. I I did some really cool shit. Laid some pipe. Yeah, laid Were you some on pipe. PCP? No, I drink. <laughs> no, I, embarrassingly enough, I drank Coors Light. I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm admitting that right now. Oh, we're, drinking we're drinking Natter Days right now. <laughs> I mean, you're good. So, well, Don't back shame in the, me. Yeah, it was it's a shameful beer. So you know, back then I hurt my back, and then my back has been, you know, in in uh, I've been in a lot of pain ever since. So I grew up with just you know just an, a crazy amount of, of of pain in my back. I started taking painkillers. Was uh, they don't even so long ago it was called Darvacet, and they don't even sell that anymore. Like that's how because they figured out, oh, that's bad for you. So then, you know. You so I started. Sell it so I've always now. been on painkillers, always. So I'm I'm t- a, I'm, I'm, t- I'm speaking no from doubt. a I'm speaking from a, from a guy who I took painkillers. I never really got. I took care of my back. It's always been in the back. You know, it's always been a a part of my life sure. in, in some fashion. So, you know, now here I am, I'm talking to you about this, but I was a year, a whole, you know, a year on fentanyl and I couldn't get off. So I was, I was addicted. I was was 15 years of Percocets that the doctors gave me. Mm -hmm. Then the doctor said, nope, we're not going to give you this anymore. And I literally had, you know, 
a week to find a new doctor. You can't find a new doctor because they won't take any more new patients mm-hmm. for pain. Mm-hmm. 15 years of Percocets, and I had to go to the fake Percocets, which back then, no one knew how addictive they were. I could get off of Percocets. I had done it before a couple oh, yeah. of times just to make sure I didn't want to be one of those guys you know, that's addicted mm-hmm. to shit in the background. So I stopped doing Percocets a couple of times just to make sure, like yeah. for a whole, you know, a whole month, yeah. no Percocets. It was painful a little bit. For sure, Percocets you can get off of, and people that tell you that you can't, I don't, I don't think that they're understanding what the. It just takes a couple of days. Yeah, you can't get off of fucking. You can't get off of fentanyl. It's a, it's a it's processed a whole different way. But yeah. anyway, so I got addicted to fentanyl. Because I couldn't go get my regular stuff, and so for a year I was on it. I couldn't go. I couldn't sleep through the night without waking up and taking a fentanyl pill. Like no only, shit. Yeah. So like every three hours, I had to take more, um, more blues. Was, was the pain, so I had to, so was, was the pain or the craving more intense? After fifteen years, it was both. Yeah. So okay. so you know mostly, you know mostly just, just it, mostly feel, it was feeling just the both. pain. Your brain processing the solution as yeah. Okay. Well, fuck, yeah, the, man, the, that's the, and that's what I'm saying. That now that I'm old, I know that if I'm in pain, I feel lonely, I feel oh, bad, yeah. right? So it's directly connected to how happy I am, right? Okay. So yeah, no. the pain, not the taking of the drugs, yeah. just being in pain. If I'm in pain, I'm unhappy. So not being, you know, not dealing with all that stuff. Now that I'm older, I go. Well, it would have been nice to be able to deal with loneliness and being able to deal with just being a being sure. uh, being by yourself. And there's a difference between being by yourself and being lonely. So it's, well, it's the lonely part that's the hard part. So now here I am. I'm trying to get off. I'm on Suboxone. It's a wonder drug. Okay. Eventually I get it off, I guess. Year, right? But year and yeah. a half. Year, year and a half, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, you know, it's it fucking sucks. But here's the thing. It is what it is. You know, I've never, it's not like, it's not like I, 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 it's not crying in anyone's soup kind of a thing. All I'm saying is that from my my perspective now, I'm going to tell you I wish I would have I wish I would have dealt with things a little bit more. I wish I would have dealt with being who I am a little well, bit more. Well, in the world these days, everything present. is so stimulating yeah. that yeah, exactly what you're saying with that loneliness is like it's so easy not to be lonely because you have any format to not be. Yeah, I've, I've drowned out everything on this app. Let me open another. Let yeah, me open literally, another. and then you you never really look inward on like who you are what you want out of this world what what facets you need who who really are friends like those kind of things and then be able to be like i'm lonely i'll read a book like i'm lonely i'll garden i'm lonely i'll pet my dog i'll do yeah. these kind of things i don't need a tv on and and being black yeah, yeah you do like, yeah, you definitely need a tv on yeah i didn't mean to bring you down i'm just saying i, I didn't uh, well, do want, i didn't want it to go sideways i just want you to know from the, from the perspective you're talking about sure I don't. I don't want anyone to think I'm. I'm anti drugs or anti risky behavior. Oh, absolutely I am, not. I am one hundred percent for risky behavior. I'm one hundred percent. I am still the guy, you know that. You know, I yeah. got. Remember that guy that you, that at Iguana Maxi came that, that that I had that little secret rule that if you gave me if you gave me a chip from AA, I would oh, yeah. buy your drinks for the day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I got two. I lost <laughs> them unfortunately, but. <laughs> I got so two. Did they. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, yeah, good so point. Yeah. So from the, from now until the last time you're in, I don't know if it was even such a uh, an, an interesting moment for you to come in and do this that you would even remember. But were there any stories after you left that you're like, "Fuck, I sh- I wish I would have told them." 
Yeah, the guy shit in his pants was was, was that a was big it. One. Yeah, we get pretty that a much. Lot. It was my favorite. It was it was my favorite job that I've ever had. That you know, it was it was my favorite job. I I I, I think back to it, and I'm like, I wonder, like I you know, I wonder why I care. Like I drank so much Diet Coke. I just drank Diet Coke the whole time. That was that was my big thing. I always had a Diet Coke in my hand. Like I'm trying to see what what I look like from outside. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I thought about after I left. I'm like, what did I look like? I was a big, fat, sweaty guy. I never ever did drugs while I worked there. I never drank when I was working there. So I think that was a. I think everyone thought I did just because I was fat yeah. and sweaty. But I never. I really I honestly never did ever. Um, while I was working, except that one time they called me to work on a Sunday. And I like I, I went to bed at eight thirty, and they called at eight forty five, and said that someone didn't show up for Sunday, or they forgot to schedule somebody. So, I had to go. I went. I went to work. I just got done like kicking the, like the last chick out of the house. Like I, <laughs> you know, you do a couple I, bumps to wake up from that. Yeah, I just got the last chick That's out of the house. I'm like, I'm trying to go to bed. These bitches calling. Yeah, my wife answers the phone. I go, Why did you answer the phone? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, we just went to bed. They would have figured it out. It's your work. I'm like. Fuck yeah! Exactly reason not to answer the phone. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> and they're hearing me. She's holding the phone. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, hello. <laughs> I need you to come in. I'm like, I'm not in any condition to come in. Yeah, you got to come in. Uh, We're not uh, in any condition for that right. to be an excuse. <laughs> so go. You know, I went in and I took care of the day. But I was that was I was definitely on something that day. But it wasn't my fault. Like I was trying not to go in. So it was just. Getting through that, I was trying to get Listen, through. Del Toro was just here reminiscing of stories of Randall. So, I mean, it's, uh, we know how. We know. Oh, does he tell you when I put my hand on his throat, Randall? No. I tried to choke him. I slammed my fist into his neck and and choked him up against that wall in the bar in front of everybody. Oh, I got, right. I did, I got a little, re- I got reprimanded for that. Yeah, but Randall but was, probably Randall was, was a, problematic of us. He was a fucking asshole. Yeah. I'll bet you he's still an asshole. Randall, are you out there? Well, want to uh, meet? It's it's so funny. <laughs> Randall, uh, the hit last us time, up on our Gmail. <laughs> the last time we were chatting, we were talking about a homegirl uh, with the big tits, and you're like, I assume she's still alive. I don't assume Randall's still alive. To be honest with you, <laughs> the way he lived, I was like, that dude. Probably, he was like a. He, he was definitely burnt out and did not fade away. <laughs> Right. Was he a, was he a pill junkie before it was cool to be a pill junkie? Because he was a, he said he was studying to be a pharmacist. Well, right. Well, yes, but like the thing so was, far, so he, he was can always, get a hold of stuff to get jacked. He, he was, was always like, just so clearly yeah, he on fifty nine pills instead of sixty. Well, he's always so clearly on something. I just was it coke? I thought it was on. It was on. Um, I thought it was on steroids. He was like no fat. It could be both. Oh, I mean, he was a tiny dude. With, it was super jacked, but he was always like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a I mean, like fair, a local like that. a local craft beer pizzeria <laughs> around mad here. Allergies. Uh, <laughs> just a little bit of all the time, and he's like, "Oh, the cigarette smoke really fucks my allergies." And I'm like, "Do they make your irises the size of plate saucers?" Because that's what's happening. He was a fucking <laughs> asshole. I, mean, I did not like him. I still don't like him. <laughs> I still don't. I'm sure he doesn't like me either. I'm not saying it goes one way, but uh, what a dick. <laughs> what if that guy actually really likes you? Like he like. See that Philip he guy? Need, he's like my father. Like I look up to him. Yeah, he needs to, to he needs to stop. Yeah. <laughs> he, he needs to knock that shit the fuck out. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, dude. Oh, I don't even know your name, dude. Yeah, I fuck forgot him. about that guy. Yeah, so that's the story. I guess if you keep talking about stories, then I can, you know, I, I 
I can tell you stories, but that that was the, really the big part. Kind of the the big right. part of it going to Max is that it was just a, uh, it was it was just my favorite job. Well, at some point, you got to go to work, and I got a, a little family dinner at six, so we can't and we can't be, be doing this forever. Um, as poor the listeners on this episode still owes us the bicycle story. So, oh, fuck. Uh, I think that we'll at least do the bicycle story. Uh, we may have to hit that on the next one. Oh, okay. Because that's at least twenty minutes. Ooh, damn, that's a big one. Bobby. You have a twenty-minute story? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like maybe ten. Maybe ten minutes. How, how long do you ten think minutes. this podcast is? Bobby? Well, it went over. Uh, no, I just can't believe that you have it a story that lasts twenty minutes and like different things, and it was facets too. We and, get paid to talk for a living, Phil. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's it, it's about like learning how to drag it up. I mean, I could probably cut it in five, but I also really well, got to listen. Pee. I, I I don't want to rush um, you, and uh, I'd rather tell the story great than okay. What it is, you know. Right. Well, I'd like to ask for one more question for sure. Uh, we'll get our local shout out, and then uh, when it's time to have him back, we'll we'll get into it a little deeper for sure. But Phil, um, as I was listening to the previous podcast, um, we mostly focused in on the bra stories. So, mm. um, whichever, what's your favorite? Bra acquisition story. We didn't actually cover this on the last episode. I checked. Um, do you have a favorite? Like, I mean, you talked about like you know the gift certificates and get some titties out and consent, which are all important. Um, but do you have a favorite titty story from the Golden Max? No, I told I told you the ranch dressing one last time, right? The ranch dressing oh, one was amazing was and savage. disgusting <laughs> uh, because you licked. I think so I misunderstood what you were saying as I was sitting here, and then I re-listened to that, and I was like, "Oh, if I was, Jesus, if I was doing, <laughs> that like, is aggressive and I'll, amazing." I gotta, I gotta go grab some carrots and celery from the. I'm gonna go ahead stuff. and lick this woman's body in the walk-in, and I mean, listen, what a listen, cool, oh, cool, did, cool chicks just don't come around like that. Do you, dude? You ever hear? Did I get in any trouble for um, what's her name? The one that. When I the first girl's butt I ever licked, Do you remember? Oh, we you said about it tastes her? like strawberry. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was a great. Listen, that was story. a fan favorite, to be uh, honest. Uh, <laughs> fuck yeah. If you're listening and you haven't heard the first Phil Dung episode, go back because uh, that is it that is literally awesome. one of the best episodes I think we've ever done. Oh, um, it, it opened strong, no doubt. I mean, again, I I, I shared so many. Uh, it, it's so weird when you look back. Like I when we had the Del Toro episode, I I was kind of like trying to quantify. Like I I've described it at this point as like living inside of a sitcom. Like that's what we were doing. Like yeah. it, it was just so consistent and so weird and so surreal. And there's all just these weird moments, like you know, like the first time Claire busted out her fake tits, or you know. Uh, that ranch story or like I just show up like my, you know, one of my first handful of shifts and you're like, come like rum off this chick's titty. And that's actually how we opened up the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I just, I mean, ranch is obviously a fantastic one. I was just, um, yeah. Have you, did I tell did I tell you the, uh, the last drunk standing story when we remember when we yeah. had last drunk standing, someone was shooting a pilot and they oh, and they did last shit. drunk standing. Like I participated every time. So it's funny we have Let's not talked it. about this because every time you talk about last comic it. standing, we I think that's what I'm remembering. So oh. please talk about it. Yeah, last drunk standing never got aired, but yeah. it was a couple of guys on one that were doing a pilot for last drunk standing. They were gonna they were gonna like pitch it to somebody. So they had three people, and it was um, a Comedy Central pilot. What's that? It was a Comedy Central pilot. It was a no. It was an independent. So it was just some guy. He was said he yeah, was. Yeah, but they were trying to sell it to. Comedy he was Central. trying to sell yeah. it to, to Comedy Central for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The uh, 
so the the it was you you take you do drinks you just games you do drinks and you take you know and, that then, the and then you we do some games wars, or was that a different night? Mm, I don't know. Probably a different night. But yeah, it was during so, no, it was during the day. It was like on a Saturday yeah, so, during so, the day because you were drink because the thing was you had to drink and do stuff, and you were drinking rum and diets because again Phil has very particular tastes. <laughs> right. <laughs> So we were, yeah, we just, yeah, we played the game. There was a guy there with a, like a sleeve, a cut off sleeve, white button down shirt tucked into some, like, you know, um, some like, uh, I don't know, like that, a, like nope. a pirate that pants. That was just Logan. Like weird pirate pants. I don't know. They were like baggy and then got, I don't know. And then there was like, there was a chick. She was in it. So there's, I don't remember her, but I have pictures from that day and we did stuff like drink up, you know, get drunk. And then, like, sing a song. Like, I sang, I think I sang some Eagle song, and I can't sing at all. And anyway, I won. And that was, you know, <laughs> that was the deal. The picture showed the story better then because I was fucked up. And yeah, I think was- I had the Mohawk going back then. And yeah, so I had, had uh, I had bras, like, all, you know, people were throwing bras on me. They were, like, laying over my shoulder. I was pretty happy <laughs> with myself. Thought it was cool. Yeah, last drunk standing, uh, God. Uh, I think that's the whole story. Last drunk stand. When you hear last, that's, that's the punchline. Let's get it going again. Yeah, <laughs> that's the punchline. Well, Phil, amazing as always. Um, yeah. If we had infinite time, we would uh, record one episode with you, but we're gonna have to do it in parts. So, you know uh, what you do? Here's here's oh. here's my here's my. Uh, if I can suggest something, there's no way that I'm as funny or cool as I think I am. I'm pretty sure most people didn't think I'm I, I was as cool as I think I am. So just collect up some stories of me just fucking up, me being an asshole, you know, or me not, you know, me doing something wrong, and I, then confront I, me. I, that I, would be a fun podcast. Uh, hey, so what, what this chick said that she did not ask you to flip up her skirt and show her butt, and she's not happy with you because I'm pretty sure some stuff um, <laughs> against the law. I'm not sure. I'm hoping not. Well, I'll I didn't. You, I'll, it wasn't I'll the point. I'll tell you this, Phil. Um, one of the, my favorite things about you is just like your natural cadence is one of the things that makes you a hilarious human being. And um, uh, it, it is people like that. They're like, I don't understand why you think I'm funny. And it's like, that's kind of the charm. But as per your request, the next time I invite you on, I will assault you with yeah, <laughs> go ahead. some of your behavior. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, um, like right off the bat, I know Cherry uh, hit me. She smacked the shit out of me. I'll, I'll literally she was just, the, I'll, I'll she's bring, the only one that I'll bring she was Jessica unhappy. Jane in here, and I'll be like, Jessica, let him have it. <laughs> if you bring Jessica she, here, or she'd have to leave Chandler first. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think I would come in my pants if Jane showed up right now. Ooh. Now right. you have to pick somebody else because Jane. I love Jane. I am in love with Jane. Like in love with Jane. She's a she's, she's she is the girl from next door from Arizona, no doubt. Um. Uh, I don't know. I know like uh, HP I've seen. Uh, Megan, please just – no. No, Megan. <laughs> she gets wild. Um, that said, uh, we're uh, we're edging on Bobby's time. And as much oh, as I sorry. love to make a man come hard, uh, we're going to do some local shout-outs. Uh, this episode gets released tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll upload it in the morning. Uh, so tomorrow, uh, as you're listening to this next Friday – a week from the the drop of this uh the 24th 25th of uh june is the anniversary party for chupacabra tapper oh yeah uh we got a, we got a little party set up we're having oh. a time i don't think i've ever heard of them they're just some like little <laughs> bar 
Some fly by night bar we occasionally yeah. mention on almost every yeah. episode tomorrow. Yeah, they uh, so they're gonna have <laughs> they're gonna have event shit going on Friday Tight. and Saturday. Two different things going on. Um, so the, if you're listening to this in the morning, Vito, uh, that morning and then Saturday as well. Yeah. Cool. Well, well, this will release this tomorrow. This is a week. From tomorrow. Oh, the week. Yeah, it's a okay. week from tomorrow oh, for us okay. as we're recording. Not okay. Cool. So tomorrow morning it'll be a week from. And for the listener, it's a uh, it's a week. From today, because we know you're listening to it the day it drops. Well, there are no actually we have uh, consistent seven uh, daily uh, like within the hour listeners. Uh, I see you. Um, I'm a shout out Legacy Beverage. Uh, not only did they make Made in the Shade a uh, massive, easy, smooth powerhouse for me, um, they are coming to our Flagstaff Taproom to collab a. Um, Honey Nut Brown uh, with us. Just a, you know, just a little small batch, get it out there. And then next year we'll kind of do some collabs with them leading up into Made in the Shade with some package beer. But um, <clears throat> what a team. Uh, dominate the North. Um, couldn't ask for better partners. And uh, after a great weekend and heading to an awesome collab tomorrow in Flagstaff, couldn't ask for anything better. So, Legacy Beverage, shout out. Sir, do you have a local business you would like to... Who, me? Yes. Oh, no. Who no, you guys yes. You guys okay. are doing great. Fuck them. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys are doing great on the collabs and the, and the shout-outs. So. Thank you for, yeah, I was late. Shout-out Industry Secrets. I was I late. Oh, shit, I was late today. <laughs> I forgot to you know, apologize on air. So, sorry about that. So My bad. Serious. I appreciate you waiting for me. Of course. Yeah, that was really nice. So, you could have just done that. Ah, fuck that guy. <laughs> we like you. So, yeah, I appreciate appreciate letting me come on. and So, Hopefully it was uh, an entertaining time to have me here. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it's uh, gonna be top ten material, but I think the next one will be. If you have me back oh, on, all right. prep. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Fuck. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like my life is my life. If someone, you know what I mean? I'm 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 not. I'm sure that could be fun. Maybe we'll just have like uh, the Guanamax uh, alumni come down every 15 minutes and just kind of peek in. <laughs> <laughs> just remind you of a story and leave. <laughs> they just don't even come in at all. Yeah. They just peek down and leave. Yeah. All right. But well, sir, uh, appreciate your shout out to Industry Secrets. Thanks with, for coming. <laughs> with that, good to see you, buddy. Appreciate you listening. We're just going to come out? Tomorrow. Okay. Cheers. Thank you.